Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop-de-doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actor Nathaniel Parker to the show. Welcome, Nathaniel. Hello. Thank you very much for having me on your show, Jan. And our listeners definitely know you as Master Gracie in The Haunted Mansion, which that was such a fun film. Funny enough, I've had um, the director from that, uh, Rob Minkoff, over here for the last couple of, uh, in the last week or so. And we've managed to uh, hang out and, and see a bit of each other, which is always lovely because it's it's quite rare that I get to meet up with Rob. Uh, quite a genius. He also did, of course, Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, which is, um, you know, climbing. And I noticed that online. I kind of brought this up. Uh, uh, Dina, who played uh, who played the maid, and Marsha, who played uh, your love interest in this film. I I bring it. I brought it up with them that this film does not get the love I think it should. It gets a lot of ridicule. And, and I don't see a lot of people, you know, talking about it online, um, especially the creative team, which is why I love reaching out to whoever has been in this film. And I'm so glad we're talking today. Um, so what was your what was your initial approach to this film, especially, you know, after auditions? Well, it's uh, um, it's it's a funny one, this one, because, you know, Eddie Murphy's in it. it's got some amazing talent in it. Um, and uh, Eddie Murphy, I remember who I'd watched as I, as I was growing up. We're roughly the same sort of age. He's probably a bit younger than me. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and I've, I've always been a fan of his. I thought he was quite extraordinary in those early movies. Uh, and he's, he gets a rough press wherever he goes now. You know, he, he can't do a movie without getting... I think Dreamgirls was the first one in about 10 movies that he, he wasn't being slated for. Um, and, and he was marvellous in that. He's a terrific actor. He's a terrific comedian. Uh, it's just people don't, they, they want him to be something else. And I think a lot of the audience, when they came to Haunted Mansion, were hoping, it, it sort of divided the audience before they came, actually. I think what happened is you get half the audience who come because it's Eddie Murphy and half them who didn't um, because it's Eddie Murphy. And you go, oh, that's a terrible shame. He's a, he's a, he's a proper talent, that man. And gosh, I remember the first time on set with him when, when I, it was our first scene together when, I, when he, he comes into the house and I have to say, oh, and I introduced myself. And I just laughed. You know, this guy does his, uh, uh, his laugh. And I just, I, just, I just started laughing in the middle of the take and we had to cut. You know, and then you've also you've got the, the wonderful Wallace Shawn in there. And yeah, there's some, I mean, it's, it's, it's full of terrific guys, actually. Um, I, I think what was tough about it was um, it was in amongst a whole raft of things that came from uh, the... The, the theme parks. In fact, before I started it, I remember turning up in in, uh, in L.A. with my family, and uh, they took us to the rides, which was rather wonderful. And then I noticed that the script didn't have anything about him hanging himself, and the ride starts with the guy 
hunged. Um, so I said to Rob, you know, surely we can, can't we get him in? You know, start, start him off being hung. You know, he, after this awful, disastrous thing and he loses his girl and all, the, he hangs himself. So we put that scene in, which was really great. I mean, you know, suddenly I felt like, gosh, not only did I have an idea, <laughs> but also <laughs> they liked it. Um, I mean, the, I, remember, I remember doing the scene very well when I'm hanging up because I was in a harness. And I was hanging there for about four hours. It, it, it was a great atmosphere. It was just, it was quite hard work, but it was a great atmosphere. I remember when uh, at Walt Disney World, they actually transferred part of the set that you guys got to work with uh, oh, to, really? to the Disney theme parks. I think it was the, um, the wedding hall. The wedding hall was um, when we first started filming in Glendale in L.A., uh, it was uh, an empty warehouse. That's all it was. Wow. And because we weren't at the regular studios, we were a couple of miles from the regular studios. So I remember turning up and seeing that being built over the next three months. And it was incredible what they mm. did. I, I'd never seen anything like the scale that was happening there. That doesn't happen with BBC, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. um, yes. it, was, it, was a, it was a different gravy altogether, as you say, in this country. Um, and uh, the workmanship was superb. I remember getting on very well with some of those carpenters and uh, or chippies, as we call. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really, really good fun. I remember the very first time when I had to, uh, the scene when she, at the very beginning, when she collapses and dies and I carry her upstairs through a party, through the costume party. Mm -hmm. um, I was flexing away, trying to fit in this, because I'd been put in the costume that wasn't my own. It was a, 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 um, a soldier's costume. Mm -hmm. And yes. uh, I, couldn't, I didn't quite fit in, I was struggling. And, and I stretch, when I stretch, I, I really do stretch. And, um, one of the things I did was, uh, I, I try, to get, try to get ready for the moment, and I, I threw a couple of punches just into the air, just go, oh, you know, and uh, flexing myself up for it. And um, I caught the uh, hairdresser. I knocked him out, poor bugger. And, um, and, oh and <laughs> the next day I bought him an orchid for, to apologize. Um, uh, he wasn't in. He, he, he had to have four or five months of reconstructive surgery on his teeth. Oh, my gosh. I, they, were all, they were all caps, and I cracked every single one. And that, that was the start of the evening. And then there was trying to walk up the thing carrying Marsha was very funny because she's this little tiny thing. You know, it's not difficult for me to carry her, but she was wearing so much dress. <laughs> and, That's what and she and I talked part. about. She said it was so heavy and she felt yeah. really bad for you because that shot, I, the, the only the entire shot is actually done through a close up in the film, but the B roll is online and I'll see if I can link it in the show notes right. below, but it shows that you, you literally walked down the hall and then all the way up the steps. And I'm like, Oh my well, gosh, that's not I easy. Really I really did. I really did. But what was very difficult was getting up those steps. And yes. you know, I was trying to prove a point. I was my first, it's, it's not my first Hollywood movie. I've done other movies, but this is a lovely big part and a lovely big, blockbustery kind of thing and I, I really wanted to impress and I did not want to find I'd already knocked out the hairdresser <laughs> so I really wanted to, to dig myself out of this hole and um, so I was always trying to carry her all the way but once we got up, started going up the steps her dress if I didn't have it quite right and gathered quite right in my arms mm -hmm. it would be hanging down and I started walking up her dress <laughs> so we both then <laughs> collapsed <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, anyway, it's a good sport. I have to say, she was a good sport. 
I, I love the final scene because it's just collectively all of you together in the same it room. It took a month to do. It took a month to do that final scene because uh, the, the scene when he falls down the, the, the hole to hell, and I nearly do. Um, and then we, and, and then everything's all fine at the end of it. It took a month to do because there were certain rewrites here, rewrites there, and they wanted to change this ending and try and do that. Uh, and it was a, it was really quite tricky. I'd never known anything like that. I mean, BBC would have shot that in a day, um, and you would have seen the scenery move. But uh, it, you know, here everything was so delicate, and all, including the words. You had to get everything right. You know, what yes. was it like talking with him on the side? Because a lot of people say he's just very reserved when it comes to not just turning on the he's, the movie persona. Yes, he is quite reserved, but I don't think that's a problem. I know many actors who are like that. Oh yeah, not at all. We got on really well. It was lovely. We got on really well um, and would chat and be quite open about stuff. And um, I remember we went to see Daddy Daycare together. We invited a few people, but we sat next to each other and watched it. Uh, and he said, oh, God, you know, I don't know what this movie's going to be like, but I'm, I'm sure he did, actually. But, you know, um, I hope it's OK. I hope it's okay. And, of course, it was fantastic. I loved that movie. But for me, he was totally relatable. Uh, you know, he, has, he's had a, he had a hard time getting to where he is. And he's protective of it. He's protective of not just himself, but for other people in his footsteps mm -hmm. and for his family. And so those are really important things. You know, you, it's, it's lovely to be a star in all those sorts of ways. And he's a, on, a, on a mega cloud that I'm you know, never got anywhere near. But it, it, it's difficult when you're up there. You get you get shot at a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, if he I, I think, you know, it took him a while to, to break through the glass ceilings. Uh, in different versions of the industry, whether it be Saturday Night Live or whether it be the Comedy Store or whatever it was, um, that, you know, that, that it, I, I don't think it was easy for him. And he made it look easy. And so I think people thought, well, you've done this very easily. What's your problem? And he's going, I didn't do this easily, and I'm going to protect what I've got. And I, th I, I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, he's, uh, he's in his way, he's his own genius, so that's fine. I love this cast. I, I really hope that I get to see like mini reunions in, in future films. But, you know, you've been doing so much since Haunted Mansion, you know, several different plays, several different films and TV shows. And I love seeing you on Merlin. <laughs> oh, yeah, Merlin. Did that you? was Good. fun. That was fun. And I and I wish I'd known that you were in NYC. I'd love to have seen um, I'd love to have seen you on stage. That would have been a lot of fun. You know? yeah, what's the difference between, you know, making a film and then presenting it? On stage because it seems like you kind of you kind of have to tone yourself down for for the film itself as opposed to they're too, they're, on they stage. Are different techniques. The different techniques are it's um, the, the the wonderful actor Laurence Olivier uh, used to say you know yes they are different crafts but the essential thing is the same on both. You just have to believe what you're doing whether you're doing that uh, on on screen on radio on um, through an audio book or on stage. Mm -hmm. As long as you believe what you're doing, they will come with you. They are very different techniques. You know, the play you do, you go th start to finish every night, and then your body works its way up that it, it has to take care through the next day mm -hmm. until you have to do all that all over again. And it conserves energy in a certain way. I mean, it sort of does it instinctively for me. Um, whereas on screen, you're shooting, you know, you might do a scene um, one scene taking a month, which is what happened for the Haunted Mansion, or you might do uh, ten scenes in a day, and it's like uh, a sprint relay, you know. And you cannot drop that baton; you just cannot. So they're very different techniques. Yes, bigger sometimes, smaller sometimes, um, but the believability has to be the 
key. I'm playing a real person at the moment, and I've done a little bit of research on him. Henry VIII was another real person I played, but actually, the interesting thing about Henry VIII is that everybody has their own version of him anyway. And before we end, I have three Disney-themed questions I always ask each guest. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? Jungle Book. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Oh, probably Baloo. He's absolutely chilled, my kind of guy. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Oh my gosh, um, any Disney song that was immediately... Well, I've already said it really, isn't it? Look for the bare necessities. They're all, it's all Jungle Book themed, I'm sorry. <laughs> I but love I it, sang, though. <laughs> I sang that one to try and get into drama school, and I'm still singing it. Well, I hope we have you back on the show soon, maybe with Rob, because I, I really think that this film does not get the credit it deserves, and, and your portrayal of Master Gracie is just on the nose. So thank you so much thank for coming much, on the show. <laughs> it my pleasure entirely. Thank you. My world, my life, my cheeseburger, everything!